PNC Championship in Orlando, Florida. That was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah? What did you enjoy about it? You know, it's, just, it's like kind of just father-son. I enjoyed the father-son whole atmosphere of it. It's just that new uh, dynamic and exciting way to watch golf. Watching fathers and their kids grow up and kind of grow the game of golf that way. Yeah. It's been fun. Seeing all these young kids and how good they are and just be jealous of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they talked about that, uh, the memes on Instagram and stuff like that. It's like, Hey, babe, come over. Mom and dad are gone. It's like, no, nope, can't. I'm watching a 12-year-old play golf. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, Charlie's 12. Yeah. Do you think it's unfair that Charlie's getting all the attention? I mean, you've got Nellie Corder was out there, world number one woman, yeah. playing with her dad. you got the guys that actually won, little John Daly, who's a Division One golfer. They won at 27 under. Yeah, they probably got less coverage, Charlie yeah. and Tiger. You had yeah. Henrik Stenson and his boy. Right, yeah. Kyle? Yeah, you about them. He had such a great, I saw his interview. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, he had such a great interview. No one talked about him. You know, you had Justin Thomas and his dad out there. Played alongside Tiger. Yeah. I love the Tiger effect because we're in the industry and it helps us and it makes us more successful. I don't think it's completely fair that it's all Tiger all the time. I believe it's, uh, you know, it's like the Tiger effect. The media, this is all media and it's all business to drive more people to it. I mean, they're literally using Charlie and Tiger more people to golf and you know that's how they, they're gonna make their money that's how they're gonna pay them there are every other kid out there every other father son you know daughter duo was doing great things but the coverage that they got was like strictly business yeah and i don't know like i said i don't know how fair it is to to yes it's a business yes it's marketing 101 yeah, it's, business is never fair yeah, oh, no, true, exactly, and that's what's great about capitalism, right? It's right. it's a, it's supposed to be a meritocracy, and we want our eyeballs on the people that create the biggest buzz. And without a doubt, since whatever two thousand, Tiger is the biggest draw in golf. Period. Yeah, nobody's close. Charlie, super polished, looks like a riot. Looks like he's got a great personality. Are we gonna burn him out before he has a chance to? You know, I hope not, because he sure has a lot of potential. Right. I mean, I hope to see him go through the college ranks and not just jump straight to pro. I hope he goes to a good college, plays through the college ranks, plays in the amateur, and yeah. he's already on a junior tour, I was reading. Yeah. So hopefully he does like good things by himself. And from what I understand, Tiger didn't push him to do any of this. This is kind of his drive right now. This is what he wants to do. Yeah, I mean, but look, you got a kid that probably is going to be Stanford, right? I mean, yeah, roughly. You, yeah, would, you would think, most likely. But you also have the rest of the kids out there. You have the Stinson kid, Ian Poulter's kid. They're all great. They're all, they've all got the opportunity. And I believe they will. They'll all get their opportunity there. And, you know, if the, at the end of the day, you know, who's going to be the better player? Well, but that's, that's the thing. Right now it feels like it's a foregone conclusion that if, like Jordan's kid, right? Jordan, Michael Jordan did not, his kid did not play four years of basketball. He's never, no one is ever going to be Michael. And no one's ever going to be Tiger. He's 12? Charlie? Charlie's 12, yeah. Charlie's 12. Tiger turns 46 in a couple days. Is it okay for us to be throwing the desire to see Tiger back on Charlie's shoulder? Only if it's okay with Charlie. Right, okay, that's a great point. No, that's awesome. That's a great point, because if Charlie's good with it, because he is, I mean, he seemed like he had a great time. You see him out there, he is as confident as his father. He looks like he's having fun. From what I heard, he made a, he left a note in the bunker for Justin Thomas, and 
what did it say? What did it say? It said, uh, it said draw a hole in it, you know, just have poking some fun at him. So he's having fun doing it. So, you know, like right now, hopefully we get to see that in the future. Yeah, and that would be awesome because everybody's, everybody's said in the past when Tiger was a robot that there was a great funny guy hiding under that, but he was all business on the course. And ever since he's been coming back from injuries and, and maybe even learning to respect or love the opportunity he's been given, you know, his dad passed. Obviously, that was a big deal in his life, and he made some bad choices and made some mistakes. Ever since he's been back, he's been a bigger personality, more fun, more smiles. Yeah, actually, you see him smile ten times more than he used to. You know, yeah. he's, he's having a lot of fun out there, too. I mean, I think it's beyond him now. I think he... I think he's starting to realize that, you know, he was so focused and so driven on himself, but now, you know, he's he's getting older, he's, you know, starting to realize he's, he can still win another major, he can still do this, but he's also focusing on his family and, and other things and living his life a little bit better. Yeah, I, th- I think that's amazing that he's, he's, he's making that transition. I know, I mean, I'm 46 as well, and I, I, with, with having life change and you know, my kid going off to boot camp and yeah, all these things that are yes. changing feelings. yeah you, you, you kind of reassess what's going on and we're trying these new endeavors like this podcast and, and the YouTube channel and, and trying to grow and change things I really hope that like his dad Tiger's dad put everything on Tiger like you're going to be this guy you're going to be the best ever and obviously you can't get to that level without pushing yourself as well. It seems like they've got a much, Charlie and Tiger have a much healthier relationship. And, you know, obviously Tiger's talked about how much he loved and respected his dad. So there was no yeah. ill will, but that um, that stage parent mindset that, you know, my son's the best and he's going to be the best. Obviously that's what gave Tiger his edge, his mental edge. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, when, like you always hear about him being pushed by his father to, yeah. like, like he was forced to do this and he's done the exact opposite with Charlie but I think also like Tiger realizes that what his dad did for him in the same way was just, he wanted him to be better and he's letting Charlie be better just by himself yeah. Yeah, like he's letting him realize his own passions and, and it's just so happened to be golf so far yeah I knew he had an older daughter, but I didn't ever stop to really think, like, what is she doing? Yeah, no one, she's not in the limelight like Charlie is right now, so. That's interesting. I wonder. You know, you think about how much fun it looks like they have at these events, and all of them, everybody, the, the Stinsons, the Thomases, all of them, they're having a great time at the event, and then you have other events like the Tahoe um, Edgewater Pro-Am, where you have Justin Timberlake, Steph Curry, Bill Murray, all, all these famous people, uh, you know, uh, Larry the Cable Guy, they're all out there exposing golf um, and showing how fun it can be. Is that the only thing that you see that we can do to grow the game? Like, what can we do at the course, at a, at a personal level? I mean, we, we do youth on course, we do a lot of programs, and, you know, kids under 12 get a lot of freebies at this course. 
but how do we continue? Because obviously the, the 12-year-olds, the, the Charlie Woods of the world, they're the future PGA stars. Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, we have a bunch of little kids that play a lot. They're the ones that are going to be, you know, when, when you and I are in our 60s and 70s, they're the ones that are going to be out here keeping this course yeah, alive. I think, yeah, I think they... You know, a lot of it comes, you know, we have a few instructors out here that kind of promote to the kids. Like, if, you, if someone asks if they want to bring their kids, and, you know, we can give a few recommendations on the names and uh, who they can contact. And I think it's a lot just getting them out here to learn and just experience and just bringing your kids out, you know. And I mean, obviously, with a 12 and under out here, come out for free, watch, they can either watch or play for free, so, I mean, they, they just go out there with their kids, I mean, I think providing them the opportunity just to be out here, you know, and with the different amenities, you know, with the restaurant and people bringing their kids out, yeah. you know, having the soccer field next door, people see what's going on out here, you know, it all helps. I think providing the amenities and making it easier for their parents to bring them out here. Well, and I've always had that argument or that discussion when, when I talk to parents and they say that golf is too expensive, too expensive a sport, and I've always known just mathematically that's a lot. Because if you look at our community, we have a massive travel soccer community, massive travel baseball community. That's a lot of money. Yeah, so you look at travel baseball, you're talking about 250 to $500 for a glove. You're talking 60 to $100 for a batting helmet. You're talking $200 for a uniform. And that's not even cleats, anything else, getting on the team, travel expenses. Whereas we sell a youth set of golf clubs for $140. Very affordable. Yeah, less than a minute. And you can come out here and give your, let's say, eight-year-old hours of golf. At no charge after you spend the, you know, because we're, we're doing the range balls for free for an eight year old. So it's, it may not be as sexy or as fun as like baseball or these other sports that people are into. We've talked about this several times. You get to go golfing with your boy, I get to go golfing with my boy. We're playing the same sport on the same field at the same time. It's not like baseball where you're sitting there watching your child play and cheering them on. You're literally there. And if you're fortunate enough to have a family, I mean, we've got the Olivers. You've got Bob, who's, I don't know, as old as dirt. you got Josh, who's my age, 45, 46. you got Cody, who's 17. So that's three generations of golfers. And they come out as a family all the time. Bob's got, what, three or four kids? They all come out here and they all play together. You can't do that. His wife is joining them now, too. Yeah, and Natalie just decided to start playing herself, so you literally got the whole family. That's a great way to grow the game. If you have a patriarch or if you have an older member that's a golfer, if Bob never picked up golf, Josh or Cody, would they have picked it up? Yeah. Who knows, right? Well, I guess it's 50-50 at that point. Yeah, exactly. So, but now you've got another avenue. Now you've got social media, these YouTube stars, GM Golf. Uh, we've talked about TXG and the equipment side of it. Crossfield, uh, Rick Shields, Peter Finch, all these great yeah, those are, I think so they're like more personalities. 
you got the the GM go off their younger golfers, you know, they're going in their different ways. Then you got your TXG, your golf nerds like like ourselves, you know, just kind of people that just do golf every day. And then those guys are reaching out to like the Instagram world where you've got these Instagram golfers, uh, you know, Haley Ostrom, Claire Hogel, Paris Griffith, all these really, really talented college golfers that are finding a way to stay in the industry. So, I mean, Claire's out of San Diego. She worked with Golfholics, the YouTube yeah, channel yeah, out of San Diego Holics, for a while. Yeah. Um, and she plays with the GM golf guys, Garrett and them. So it's, it's a really interesting community that makes the sport actually look cool. looks interesting. We're getting so many more young people who don't think of golf as a nerdy, goofy sport. I think that's the only way we're going to grow it long term. Yeah, and I think, you know, just as you mentioned that, is just COVID has helped with that tremendously. You know, just yeah. golf went rose like 200 something percent during COVID, you know, because, you know, something for the family to do, get outdoors and be together. Yeah, it's one of the few things we could do. I mean, obviously the, the uh, baseball parks, football, soccer they all got shut down because of the social distancing and all that so yeah it's a great point that we we have a way now for people to have a good time and do some fun things that is less likely to put them in a place where they might have to you know be around a large group of people and i've always said that being out in mother nature and all of the great things that come with golf it's not necessarily the sport itself that attracted me it's the People I get to hang out with. Yeah, and the, the camaraderie and, and, you know, your family, your, you know, just your engagement with your kids, you know, you can be out there. And you're doing things together. It's always, always, always fun. You don't have to do it by yourself. Even though you could, you know. Yeah. off you could do something by yourself or with anybody else. Yeah. And, and it's great just to get out there and meet, you can meet new people out there all the time. Well, and that's, that's what's great is, is like, you know, we're talking about these other sports. One of the reasons baseball is on the decline is because it's tough to get, you know, 10 or 15 kids together to play a you know, pickup game of, you know, sandlot baseball. Uh, you know, you need five or six guys, eight guys to play a little bit to a hand touch. I mean, you need a lot of people. For yeah, society sports. isn't that way anymore. Society has changed, you know, it's just. Your social media has changed that. Seeing golf just on there, where you, you never you never saw it before. You know, you just saw it on the uh, NBC and CBS, yeah, and that was the only place you ever saw it. Yeah, and you know, Golf Channel and these other things have helped over the last two decades to really spread the word. Obviously, Tiger Woods is the biggest thing to really spread the word, and then you've got guys now like a, like a Bryson DeChambeau or a Kyle Burkhardt. Berkshire, who are just doing physically amazing things. You know, Shambo just released, uh, I think it was a clip on, it was a real on Instagram, I think, where he got over 220 ball speed with his new driver. Wow, I, I haven't seen that one, but that's, that's new, but, but you know, I know he got it in there. You've got the golfers that are super passionate finding a way to get the word out. You've got easy access to getting that word through social media, through your phone, through your computer. And then you've got phenomenal events that involve famous people or interesting people or families 
on TV now. I don't see golf retracting. A lot of people are worried that as things open up again and as things get more available, that the golf market is going to retract. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't. I don't see it to, to that point as well. I mean, maybe slightly. You know, the people that came out and tried it, and you know, just didn't like it. But it's kind of hard not to like. But I don't think it's going to get much smaller at all. I mean, think anything. We have more people coming in for the feelings, getting way more interested in the game. You know, they want to learn. They want to grow. They're not stepping away. Once they got out here, they got hooked. Yeah, and. It's interesting. We uh, we were very fortunate to get some views on our on our very first YouTube upload, and I actually got a comment today. A guy asked me. He said he's been playing golf since May 2021. Is it fitting right for him? It's a very complicated question because you don't know the guy's finances. There's a lot of detail behind that. But at the end of the day, like I said on the YouTube video. If you give the best archer in the world a crooked arrow, it's hard to hit hit your target. Learning on bad equipment can just lead to learning bad habits. Yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. You just kind of think uh, we we've kind of touched on this in the video that we that we did on YouTube. No way, just you don't want to fight your equipment while you're just trying to learn it, especially. Yeah. You know, you're just literally going to be out there taking swings and swings and swings and compensating for your equipment and efficiencies like the whole time you're out there and then you're going to build up bad habits you're going to do that I think fitting is right for everyone yeah I agree. And, then, and then honestly if you're even asked to get fit you're wanting to learn you're wanting to get better and you know you're going to I think but it definitely stops you from blaming the equipment at that point. Like you know that the equipment's not the problem. You don't need to uh, fix your technique. And but and maybe that point go get lessons. Yeah. Know. No, that's, that's exactly right. Because it's some of the best money you can spend is lessons. Um, but as with all hobbies, with all, all things that we do, you have your gearheads, your tech geeks. Your people that get really deep into the minutia of everything. And currently, it's new gear season. All the new releases are coming. We've got some great product coming our way. Companies like Mizuno have possibly created the best set of irons ever according to Call of Duty. I mean, the reviews on these things are amazing. So, according to my own bias. As the Mizuno guy in the yeah. room, yeah. So is it, is the new gear worth it, or do we? I mean, we we sell gear for a living, so it's it, yeah. it's important for us to have happy customers because they buy more gear in the near future. So do I tell my customer that comes in today and says he needs a new driver to buy the discounted Epic on the wall, or do I tell him, hey, if you just wait two weeks? Yeah, it's a tough question, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's, there's guys out there just, you know, they've been playing the same driver for 20 years, and they just won't upgrade. You know, that's what they hit, that's what they know, and then, you know, it's, it's a tough question when it's a couple years old, but honestly, if they release it, they have something that they added to the equipment to solve a certain problem. Right. I mean, that's kind of where they 
doing engineering and research on how to fix a problem. We see a lot of lately, it's just, you know, the forgiveness of clubs. You know, they've moved masses around deep, back, low, you know, just around to, to help a certain problem. Or they make a technological leap. We, you talk about the Callaway, the original Epic had the jailbreak technology, which yeah. was a leap forward. You've got um, speed foam and other things that Taylor made to use. They're now have a brand new never and the stealth and never before used material on the face. It, that's such a scary thing because you think about something that's traditionally proven like titanium. You do put it, yeah, it's been around forever. It's in almost every driver golf head, even the inexpensive stuff now has some kind of titanium. It's a proven material that's going to last forever and does exactly what it advertises. Mm-hmm. And now we're taking something that's traditionally known as a strong but brittle and putting it in a high a high impact location. And we're and we're telling people this is going to be the latest and the greatest, it's the next best. Yeah, well, you, 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 they're they're looking to solve a problem, right? They're trying to lower the the center of gravity to lower and further so they need to make the face lighter. Yeah. So they went with a different material to make the face lighter. They're trying to squeeze every single little bullet out of their club head. The same thing, whereas they get longer, longer the shaft, the more club heads that you can generate. Do you hit it better? No, but it's about potential. That's where our skill has to come into place, where we interview the customer, essentially, and figure out if they've got 500 to spend, all they're thinking is driver, driver, driver. Mm-hmm. We know that that might not be the best place to put that money. Or we know that we might be able to get them a driver from, from a year ago at a discount, take the remaining amount, let's say, that the city of Epic is going to sell for $400 and say the current epic they have 500 in their pocket they've got a hundred dollars for lessons that that's possibly a a four pack or a five pack of lesson if they get into a properly fit driver and they get lessons for the exact same amount of money or buying the newest shiny things brightest thing we're it's almost our responsibility to give them the options obviously we never say no if if you want the new driver get the new driver but yeah yeah, i think goes back to if you buy something off the shelf, you buy something that's discounted and off the shelf, it's still not going to fit, per se, fit you. Right. It, it may be in the in the realm, but it's not always, you know, maybe stiff or effective stiff. That's kind of really all you see in there. You know, I think, I think spending money on a fitting is definitely the way to go, especially if you're going to spend that kind of money to get yeah. that product. Well, not everybody in the industry agrees with you. We've obviously, obviously um, heard recently, and Adam from Mike I just retweeted, I said it once and I'll say it again, fitting should be free. As far as I'm concerned, that is insanely ignorant and disrespectful to the people that... That do the fittings, yeah. Well, not necessarily the, the upper echelon of the fitting group. You know what I mean? If you're talking about walking into a box store like a Dick's or something like that, and you just get your numbers off of a, a launch monitor, the guy says, okay, your swing speed is 100, you're a stiff. If that's what you mean by fitting, absolutely that should be free. That's garbage. 
it's not it's not it was spiritual I don't want to crap on my dicks but you, yeah. know, you, you know they have a step down on the lawn monitor you know very few select shafts in there and you know a couple you know drivers a couple woods and kind of hit what they have there and it's all stock offerings it's not even going to have not even a fitting head you know there's there's no way to get a proper fit that way I feel like so. no it, it, you it, might get lucky but yeah but you might the manufacturers the OEMs are brilliant because they find the best possible shaft to fit that head to fit the largest group of people yeah yeah my mega lost by does a lot of that when they test clubs they test it based off of what the manufacturer gives them their stock offerings so they kind of give the recommendations based off of that but we can we have put exotic or unique shafts into into heads even heads that were five years old and seen massive improvement you know back well, the heads that we don't even carry yeah we have the ability to take care of that and that's again unless you just want to sit here and go oh try this oh try this oh try this you need someone who's intelligent competent and understand this the golf swing and and the way that the things operate, or there's just almost no point in doing it. And if, if we continue to have a deeply satisfied, happy customers, I will fight all day, tooth and nail, and tell you no. I'm gonna, I'm going to put a value on my service, and if that service is, is if I overvalue that service. The customer will tell me that by not coming in. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to make money by charging for fittings. By giving me free fittings, and how much product do you sell just off the rack? I mean, we sold almost, almost all of our stuff off of those three things. Yeah. Almost everything. Well, I've pretty much stopped ordering. Uh, I don't order irons, stock irons anymore. Yeah, we do Because we do it all custom. It's all custom work. Continuously shrunk the amount of woods I carry. Because, again, we do it all custom. And the customers are happier there that way. The, the, the return rate is near zero for us. Because we make sure... One, no, the customer is educated and knows what they're looking for. We make sure the customer is happy before they leave. And we, we never, ever go back in the customer's wallet. It's not about the money for us. Do we get the right product in that customer's hand? And are they happy? Because if they're happy, I will get more money in the sales. They just get more business in the sales. Yeah. And you have to just keep seeing them every day, every day, or every week. Uh, every week, yeah. Ever, ever. You know, you have to, you have to be able to. Yeah. Do you think the my, my God, and 
no disrespect to my process, but I think it's that they what they do do is great things. Add that on Tony, all the last guys, they do but great things. I love the reader surgeries, and I love the way they do yeah, that. I think this is kind of a step aside yeah, from, is he doing from, the, from, from their, from their, their norm and saying, yeah, you know, I think it should be you think he's doing it for click? I also think he's trying to get... Again, it's marketing. It's a yeah, business, yeah, it's, it's right? right? Just like you're trying to get... It's, it's, a, it's, you know, company controversy sales. So, yeah. you know, he's definitely... You know, maybe this is his model. This is his plan. Yeah. And I, I believe he believes what he was saying. Yeah, they don't see that they don't sell a product. You know, they well, 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 their product is it's, it is yeah, it's, it's it's it is their their tech strategy. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, so like I said, I don't, I have nothing against this Microsoft. I think what they do is amazing. You know, the lab tests, ball tests. I rely on that information. That goes back to us being educated. Like when we have these conversations. You know, it, it's like we're, we're nerdy enough that we'll have this conversation without a microphone in front of us. Yeah, we already have. We already have, right? So when we're talking about ball data and all this crazy stuff, it, it's great for us. And the only resource right now that I think is unbiased and true is it was my cause. So by all means. I love their I love their information, but, but I think that this one specific thing that Adam was harping on is it must is possibly yeah. I, I, I think I think all the writers of their stuff is data driven, and where I don't I don't think this uh, data that he's bringing up has this any. That was back what, 20 years ago yeah. when, you know, when he worked in that market. When, it, he, yeah. when he was in market, that yeah. industry, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's a completely different beast now. Yeah. You know, you, you have people understand the need for custom committing them. People understand. In the past, everybody ever said, oh, it's all shit, it's shit, it doesn't matter. Striking his team. Even Crossville, for years, or when he first came out, he said, oh, Chef like this doesn't matter. None of that matters. It's just strike against King. Well, it matters because that's your connection. You know, the grip connects to the shaft. Shaft connects to the head. Head hits the wall. The shaft is what connects you to your end product. So... You've, you've said it several times. It's a timing device. Yeah, yeah, yeah. literally. That's exactly what it is. Is you can go, you know, as old somebody. Well, if I swing a hundred miles an hour, you put a shaft in there and they can't hit the ball. You know, put like a maybe a red flag like in their hand and they start. You know, they start fighting out in the middle and they start timing them and they're like, you forget you're getting on the right track. Yeah, I, you know. and you know, we we've had um, OEM fitting days out here, here in Callaway, and, and, and Missouri, you know, and come out here, 
and, and help our customers, help our golfers. Uh, it, it's great. It, it's good marketing for us. It, 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 that's really good for us. But what I don't, I love about it is we can get we have another golf nerd to learn from, and you know they do really fun things like giving a guy that's in swings 120 miles an hour to the driver, giving him a lady who's like five wood and not only him to just destroy their the ball. And then looking at the golfer's face, like, what the hell is this? What happened? You know, this is funny. I just love looking out there with them. Every fitting day we have, you see me out there with them. You know, kind of, uh, golf turns like they can each other's brains and we're over watching what they're doing. And it is kind of funny sometimes as you stand in somebody. Something that they thought that they'd never hear it. And yeah, they're kind of into disbelief for, for a second, and then they come back and they're like, let me try that again. <laughs> yeah, and, and they, they think there's a trick. They think we did something to kind of deceive them, but the reality is that most of us learn. Things a little, little bit different. They're a little bit off of the exact truth because we're learning through someone else. We're learning through an instructor. We're learning through a manufacturer who's got a specific story that they're trying to tell you. So if they're going to tell you, you need hazardous T1100, you know, a 6.5 because you swing at this with this and then that and You've got all the last great data as far as tempo and flag and tempo kick and, and everybody is building for this, this specific marketing story that they're, they're trying to tell. But the, uh, sometimes the iron iron or the swing machines aren't as good as real humans. And that's what which again goes back to what I love about what TAKSGD does when they're doing equipment testing because they have a real life of humans. And those humans respond differently to different stimulus. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's actually right. Yeah, like, you're, you're looking at the iron, iron and all the stimulus machines. It's all about the perfect structure, but the golf is all about imperfections. The same ball speed off the center and strike as you can on the Center and strike, you know, they're like their equipment or yours completely different, different way. They just you know, keep a bit of a human uh, uh, aspect, really. Yeah, and you can't, can't really understand how, how touch and feel and balance and the human part of it affects the game until you really you get out there and you're going to start trying to do. Unique and different things, you know, like again, we were talking about Charlie and, and, and the rest of the kids out there making shots that we would love to make someday. You know what I mean? And it's it's, it's technique and it's feel and again, going back to Bryson as a, a, a big lightning rod in the industry. You know, he was trying to make 
every year for swimming exactly the same, regardless of any other outside stimulus. Mm-hmm. And then you've got a guy like, you know, Phil Mickelson or um, Sethi or these other field players that are out there just kind of, you know, little nature, you know, just, just doing the most really, really crazy things and then just experimenting with different methodologies. Yeah, the same methodologies in this project could have done them in the, in the equipment and the number make them do it with it. Yeah, you know, right? you know they're, they're, they're just that good. You know, they're in the field player. They're like, the field the, the whole way they'll do Yeah. And some of them will couldn't tell you. It's, it's, it's funny, given that, well, about three years ago, I think it was us, Patrick Rupin, he had it, um, announced that Callaway had nailed his clubs wrong. It was two degree degrees flat instead of a two degree degrees upright. And I hadn't heard that. Yeah. So it, it was this right before the right before we Masters, I think it was, I was and it, it just blew my mind, my mind that no one really understood how big a deal that is. Because they said, oh, oh he was, you know, he's a world-class golfer. He can make a deal with any equipment. And that, you know, that goes back to our, our fitting conversation. Like, no, oh, that's, that's the idea is it is represented by the thing. Yeah. And the more you have time to think about your swing and think about corrections, uh, I mean, how long is this from, from going into your back swing to hitting the ball? You're looking at less than a second. Mm-hmm. You know, especially if those guys, I mean, those guys are just swinging in. 110 miles an hour with a little 7 iron. You don't have any time to think or back to fix. It's just, it doesn't work. Especially when you're out there on the court or already, you're not, you know, you're focused on what kind of shot you're trying to hit and not. You know, corrections for your for your club mentality. Yeah. You know, just yeah. He yeah, yeah. was on the course trying to play, and, and, and you know, not. This is something you're not gonna win with. Yeah, it's gonna be really, really difficult. I mean, you you look at it like you say, like a, like a basketball player on the free throw line, right? It theoretically is the exact same shot every time you need to do it. You know, so same distance, the ball's also the same way, it remembers the same side as everything's exactly the same. And, you know, the best guys in the world are free or you know, 80%, 85%. You can talk about you get golf every time you stand in the tee box. It's different. You've got 
it's not a, it's not a mm-hmm. level. You think the ball might be slightly above your feet, slightly below your heel, the feet. T I F might be different. Try to have the wind in your face, wind on your side. But yeah, like every every single photo is different. So you have to factor all of that in, and, and then factor in whether they're not not your PC, so the computer is going to operate the right way. It's it's not it's not as simple as a scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I was watching uh, a little bit little video the other day. The other day they said, what, 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 what's the hardest in our school for? And you know, people were like, well, baseball, you know, baseball. And they're like, you know, golf hands down. You know, golf is a very, very tough sport. You know, everything changes every single time. I, mean, I watch more people make contact with baseball than they do golf ball. Yeah, I, well, I like it this way. If you look at some of the best baseball players there to ever play the game, Derek Jeter says his golf is off order. Hey, hey, Karen, golf is off order. I mean, the best baseball players on the planet will tell you golf is off order. Steph Curry, golf is off order. I mean, they all, anybody. Who has just reached a level, a world class level in the sport, and then tries to go golf? Ninety-nine percent of them say that's the hardest thing. Yeah, and you, you, and you can kind of see all the those guys that have done very well in other than other sports. They all got transition to golf because it's a challenge. It is, it is the toughest challenge out there, I believe. You know, I mean, and they believe it'll be the same. You know, they want not wanting to find that challenge again. I mean, you know, you can reach the apex in basketball and or baseball and then coming to golf and then you're going to completely I'm involved with it. You know, you can have a bad day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look at it. Charles Osborne is a great example of someone who uh, is world class. Top, top 50 all time NBA player. Got so twisted up in his head about golf that he, he has asked. A historically bad task was making things better now. You know, I'm finally getting better, but, but again, this guy was an athlete. Like, NBA players have phenomenal control of their body. They're phenomenal athletes. And he couldn't just swing a club and hit a ball. It's not that easy. It's not that easy. It's not that easy. And that goes back to our conversation about how, you know, the pro programs and all the fun stuff about TV. I think it, I think it helped us highlight yeah, how much good the PDGA and the PDGA are. Yeah, it's just, I, I think that, that, you know, you, you can be okay baseball, okay, but basketball, you know, but the separation between 
really good, really good golfers and PGA golfers. Minutes different. It's like the there's you know your three plus three here's handed a cast. Can't make it on tour. Yeah, it's crazy. No, if you do take the best golfer on our property at any given moment, they could not compete in the semi pro like you know, like Corn Ferry. None. Of events. The ability for those guys, they're like, we're talking about the guys on YouTube, like the GIA. Everything's changing, the course changes, every shot changes. It's not the same. No, no, you look at like the GM off guy, guys, you look at some of the other, like Peter Fitch, he can hit it 3-3-50, They do do not hold a little candle. I mean, Ricker Shield Williams just played Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy Fleetwood gave him a 10 stroke lead. Yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. I mean, you're about to spoil the lowest point. It's alright, alright, alright. That's. But that's. So you using that because the Tommy Fleetwood example, that's a pretty good. I mean, Tommy thinks he's probably a plus up six, and Rick Shillings thinks he's probably a four. So there's ten extra shots. So you now you you can go play one of the best players on the planet, the top fifty on the planet, and have a chance to beat him. You can't do that. You got any other this before? No, no. And I can't actually listen to this for pretty good. It's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, I would love to see more and more uh, and have extra field plays out here. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, the, like the Matt Ash stuff that they've been doing when they were doing those Phil and Bill Tiger and one of those Brooks and, and Bryce Austin, they used to do that back in the day. Um, it was like a like Saturday morning going off, off, off and you have like media contributing, you know, and you know, it was an exhibition type of event. And I would love to see more of that. It makes the golf offers more human. Um, but it also shows how tough it is to make those shots because, you know, those guys are just standing over the window with the ball all and they're talking about what they're thinking about. If you don't know the ball off, you're like, like that, that, that's a 50-yard reception shot. Uh, just put, it, put it by the hole. Me and all the they're telling you, yeah, I can, can see these green greens and slow boats right, right to the left and there's a left to the ball off front. So I have to get it past the pivot and suck it back. And if I suck it, I suck it. You know, they can talk about that shot through, and you're like, is it that complicated? It really is. It's, yeah, yeah. It, it's, you can kind of, that's kind of like the Brooks kept the whole, the you know. Kept is, that is just naturally gifted. You know, he's very, very good at athlete. You know, he's just like a kid with the ball. 
better off removing a variable. And the variable variable you, you can remove is the equipment. Once the equipment is good, good. Uh, now you, you can progress, uh, progress faster because, as you, you know, every, every mistake gig is because it's a technique because it's a mistake gig. If you have, you have, have a box set, or if you have, have used garage, garage um, and just take out the question. Yeah. Like, you know, I bought the, the set, and, and is, is it good for you? You know, take the, 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 the question I had over here, you know? Like, you know, just to say, this one's one was favorite for me. It's not the equipment. This now I can work or come back in. Yeah, yeah. Now I know I can take the And that 100% and it has everything to do with with with, with proper proper budgeting of the course. If if you, if you don't have the budget to spend on a custom cloud budget cloud budget in general, well, 100%. Get involved, involved, get involved, get this started, getting things started, it's more important, important. And waiting, if you, you can get, get the equipment, get the equipment, and then and find an instructor that suits you. The most expensive instructor may not be the right guy, the right guy for you. You know, we, well, we have a three instructors here there that freely land ads for other ones that are, 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 are that, that, that um, are part of the system with without us. They're great. All three of them are great. They all, they all teach different way, way things. They have, have different mentalities, different personalities. Zero zero problems with finding someone who 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 said because I've heard they've heard the same thing fifteen to eighteen thousand different ways right you know everybody's already said this swiping them to the target finishing short throws to the target and how however you you manage to Swiping short orders is a target, whether it be, oh, oh soft, uh, soft basics, ball, bowling, and flick the booger. Whatever the, the, the terminology is, it's, it's going to stick some way, some way, shape, or form. Or you're, you're the guy that, it, you know, talks about, about you know, P1, P1, P2, P3, P3 you know, five degree degrees is the resist with this is whatever works for you, go for it. You know, like I know though that that GG swing viewing tips, George George Kinnikinnikis, it is a phenomenal coach. 
I, I don't enjoy listening to Dan Van Cutlebridge. He just doesn't suit me. It is very And, you, you know, again, and George is just getting paid a lot, a lot of money and teaching a lot, a lot of phenomenal golf also. But no disrespect to George. George, like I said, it's just a personality, personality thing. He doesn't suit me. You know, Larry Chung, who, who uh, works with the TFX guys out of Canada today. I've loved, loved, loved watching him. Him. Obviously, we just said Peter and and Rick and Shield Royals. Both fun to little listen to. So there's you know there's a lot of a lot of different ways ways to learn. Um, it is you do YouTube golf for free golf offline lessons. Valid? Is it good? Is it a good, a good way to learn? Mm-hmm. And I know what we love of it. We both enjoy watching watching it for the, the entertainment. Yeah, I mean, some of the the best and worst and worst of the best. Guys, that's what we're doing too. You know, it's just it's like yeah, you you you, you take it. He's going to give you his, his technique that he preferred, he preferred or is that he, he liked. And then you can go to listen to Mr. Short again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, and he had, a, he had a completely separate different technique. He was just saying, say, yeah, chunk, chunk, run, chunk, run, chunk, run. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of bound on in this with the edges. Yeah. And then, but, but yeah, I feel a little bit of a sin. Into 
really, really, really steep and deep, you know, completely different. It's not about techniques and they personally feel unlike me, I can't know, but so as a new golfer, I finally get the 50 yard or 80 yard shot. I've been practicing and I. And I'm standing over the ball, and then I can go. Well, wait, Peter said do do, do this, this, but Phil said do do, do this, but Mr. Shorty came and said do do this, and it just slows, slows you down and hampers you. So again. When you're talking about in person, you have someone physically physically there that can correct you and say, look, look, this is a 50 yard or easy yard chip shot. I just want, don't want you to end in the hole. I'll create the example. I just want you to do the, put your hands in front of the ball, rotate your shoulders or holders, and just Switching through your leg, well, the yeah, yeah, that way you can, yeah, you can actually feel it. You're not, just, yeah. I'm not just, yeah. you're, you're not thinking it. You're, you're feeling it. And then if you be making a mistake, or if or if you do release or do or do something, you you have an instructor standing right in front of you, going, no, 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 no. I asked you to do it this way, and you're like, no, no, I didn't do it that way. No, you didn't. I watched That's why I'm here. You know? So, well, at the end of the day, should let us be free then? That's a great, that's a great, great question, right? Yeah, right? You know, do you do them like the first? First lessons is free. Yeah. You know. Well, I was, I was, you know, and Luke would pay out out there. Yeah. Uh, that's how he gets, he gets his business. You know, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes out and out and help up and he says, if you want, if you want more, you know, you'll pay, you'll pay for it. But, but. Yeah, and, and, and Luke pays his. Great, he's like you said, and he's out there helping the kids, and he's for me going back to the growing game conversation. Quality and instruction, because when you're good at something, you have more more fun doing it. Quality of the instruction, quality the children's programs. That's going to get more reward golfers or first to stick than anything, I think. Yeah, I like the idea of having. Full group, 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 and they made those by one.
Well, weight have really helped. Well, helped. 
Security, right? Yeah, right. 